Hey everybody, welcome to a uh, new episode of Mean Boys featuring a call-in from uh, your uh, your beloved Short Bus Murphy. Short Bus Murphy, who is exactly what you thought he'd be. <laughs> yeah, he uh, Skyped in from his basement. Uh, don't worry, he had bongos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was a lot of fun. We had a good time. I think you guys are going to dig it. Uh, he's got some shows coming up. We'll hear about that later in the episode. There will be links for all those down in the show notes below. Uh, Snark Week is nigh. It Snark is coming is up next week. Nigh yeah. as fuck, starting uh, <laughs> starting on Monday. Yeah, the uh, third seven days, seven shows, plus seven more bonuses on the Patreon. Uh, yep. And you're going to hear a little later in the episode who we got locked in for it. But uh, this is going to be a fun one, fellas. Yeah, guys, we'll have guests on all the bonuses, and uh, a lot of your favorites are coming back. we got some fun surprises planned. Uh, and, of course, the seven bonus episodes, so 14 podcasts in seven days uh, available <laughs> For only five dollars uh, to to watch uh, three people grow to hate their yeah. best. I friends. love telling people we're doing that, and they just go, "Why?" And I can <laughs> never give them any good answer other than because it's funny that it'll suck. Yeah, we yeah. Of it. <laughs> well, yeah. the the sucking is part of it that well, people he, he, don't understand. Yeah, here's the problem: snark and shark rhyme, and that was the beginning and the end of the pro, the plan. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I was like, "Oh, we could justify an okay pun at the expense well, of our." It was well basically game. last year. Connor went, "How do I take Christmas off?" <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing it. Again this year. Yeah, so uh, jump on the Patreon to uh, follow all of the Snark Week uh, goodness happening. Five bucks a month, of course, for the weekly bonus content, daily bonus content during Snark Week, and ten bucks a month for your monthly goodies. This month we got a Ramon button. Uh, it's the Ramon's logo, but it's our names. He's holding a sledgehammer and a dildo. Uh, there are six six sixes instead of arrows. <laughs> I love it, dude. This is probably the most compliments I've gotten on a piece of Mean Boys art. Fucking excellent work. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that'll uh, that'll be mailed to you. I've already ordered them. They're in route. And uh, also for the twenty five dollar people, we're making beanies. Uh, we've purchased uh, custom tags and beanies. Uh, we'll be making a, a sweatshop in my room at some point to assemble <laughs> all of them. And they look pretty bitchin', so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tweet out some of those uh, designs. Those, those are going out in all the $25 boxes from uh, the last uh, couple months, which are going out soon, and all uh, future ones while supplies last. And we'll have a link where you can, uh, you can buy them if you want to. But, yeah, they're going to be really cool. I'm actually really fucking yeah, excited. I'm so guys. stuffed They look on sick them. as fuck. Yeah, I'm so going to wear the shit out of those things. Check those out, and the merch store will all be updated uh, in time for Snark Week and uh, Christmas and all that. Uh, but yeah, enjoy this week's episode with Short Buzz Murphy. Uh, he talks a little bit about uh, our, our friend and Discord moderator, Alexis Filth. Uh, her new podcast called The Violet Wanderers, which is on iTunes. Haven't listened to it, but I assume it's good. You yeah. know, that's the ultimate stamp of approval is, yeah, I bet you're doing something fun over there. And I she's had some Mean Boys. Fa- Ramsey's been on it. Isaac Hirsch has been on it. Oh, wow. The big guns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably do it at some point, I'm sure. Nah, it's, well, yeah, it's too familiar. All right. It's, well, no, I'll of course it. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go listen to that. Uh, fuck with us on Reddit. Our Mean Boys uh, get involved in the conversation on the Discord channels where you can go complain about your boring factory job to other boring factory job workers <laughs> across the world yeah and uh, there's a fun thing going on in the discord right now uh, if you guys like the battle royale we did a while back uh, alexis is doing that as an rpg D situation and it's actually very funny so far <laughs> so if you are terrified of anyone touching your dick go <laughs> join the discord <laughs> and uh leave us a review on itunes uh we've we've hit our 400 review goal the keith's mom episode is dropping on christmas my mom did i was just in fresno for the holidays and she did show me around the winnebago where we will be recording the episode and we will be doing a walking tour uh it's gonna be we're gonna do it like a 60 minutes piece on michael jackson yeah 100%. In his later days i'll have to bust out the gopro Ooh, here's Oh, this you're going is, pro. Yeah, yeah, this is the Winco she steals from. Wow, they're just like us, these stars. Ah, <laughs> oh, look at this pile of dogs. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, this guy writes, uh, I found Joy, five stars, by Red Burr. Uh, the Joy I've been missing from this podcast was the pre-pee-pee-poo-poo hour. I wish the best of luck to you guys, but I'm done. Five stars for all the joy you used to give me. See, that's, <laughs> how, that's how you That's how you abandon ship, guys. What Man, a gentleman. that guy really gave us one more fuck for the road. That was sweetie. <laughs> yeah, wow, what a guy. So, uh, yeah, you can go leave us a condescending iTunes review about our performance <laughs> yeah. if you'd like. Or leave us a review and keep listening to the show. Nah, I don't care what you do, you know. <laughs> We got free will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's about it. Uh, so all you got to do now is sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode with a very, uh, I don't know. Lugubrious, probably. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, I wouldn't say he's lugubrious. He seems like means. a nice guy. Lugubrious is like you. It's a word. Honest, it sounds like a fat adjective. It's a word that was. Well, first of all, the, the, just the word, the one you say, it sounds round in your mouth. Lugubrious. It sounds like a big sphere made of butter. <laughs> uh, and it means just kind of shifty and horny and oh. deceitful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deceitful. Yeah, it's oh, impl- wow. It's sort of. It's got a negative connotation. So, ah, well, uh, with the magnanimous short bus Murphy, here he is. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mean Boys Podcast, brought to you by Four Loco, the official beverage of the full moon. I'm Connor McSpadden. I'm Keith Carey. I'm Tom Goss. And I'm Hagrid's disappointing nephew. <laughs> welcome Short Bus Murphy, live via Google Hangouts. What's up? Wait, I thought this was Skype. What's no, it? this is a Google Hangout. It's what like, is Google Hangout? It's a no, Sky- Skype for poor Skype people. would have actually worked, and you wouldn't have to be looking at me. Wait, Skype is free. <laughs> is it? Is it? I read somewhere that I would have to pay to do what we're doing here, so I just did a Google oh, Hangout. I mean, I haven't used it in I years. I did it free with Alexis and Ian, so, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's great Skype, to see. not anything else. Anything well, I, else I'm not doing for free with them. Here's, here's <laughs> the important thing. Thanks for pointing out what I did wrong after we've already began the podcast. <laughs> it's great seeing well, where what? you... It's great seeing where you live because you live in a place that looks like what people think our house looks like. Yeah. yeah it's just exactly. this terrifying bare basement with an ominous set of bongos in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we won't give we're not going to post any pictures of you or anything. We're not going to use your government name, Murph. But uh, yeah, seeing you in real life is, oh, man, it is so much more than I could have hoped for. <laughs> you want to yeah, explain? You want to take a second and explain the ambiance we're looking at right now? Just your, your living situation? Well, I mean, I'm in my basement of my giant house where I live with a big backyard and stuff, so it's not that sketchy. But like, oh, okay. yeah, I'm right. down We're in my basement. Just this rectangle of it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you you went to the sketchy place to make us feel more at home? <laughs> did you Did you walk Pretty around much. your house and go, "What would be the most upsetting tableau for the Mean Boys to see"? <laughs> so, are you recording uh, this got... before or after the old guy from the Shawshank Redemption hangs himself on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like just out of frame, there's an entire shelf of just bleach. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> I'm in my basement. Um, I mean, you know, like exposed uh, wood stuff over here. To my left is my girlfriend's pot smoking table. To my right is a pair of tie-dye bongos and a keyboard. <laughs> you know. I feel like you own more than one of that poncho you're wearing, too, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for being on the show, man. Tell uh, a lot of people know you from past mailbag confessions of terrible behavior, but uh, you want to just briefly explain what you're all about, what your deal is? Yeah, could, could, could you cliff notes us what you've, uh, what you've uh, contributed to the show so far? Because you are one of our favorite yeah, extended universe characters, for sure. I know, pretty much like... 
me and Alexis and Ian and fucking the buffoon from the lagoon just like forced ourselves into being your like Howard Stern whack pack. You know? <laughs> I know. I love it. That's what I wanted to happen. <laughs> but uh, my name's Short Bus Murphy, um, which is kind of a misnomer because I actually don't drive a short bus anymore. I used to. Okay. You only well, have so to like drive it, it once to get the name. Yeah, that's like, yeah. you know, that's you like it. that's like being shits his pants, Kevin. It's only got to happen on one band <laughs> field trip. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah I, but uh, no, I'm a dude from the Northeast who, and formerly of Florida. I mean, obviously, who yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I work with uh, people with developmental disabilities. Um, used to drive a short bus, got MRSA in my eye one time and nearly went blind. Oh, um, fuck, dude. Yeah, I know all about MRSA. That shit stinks. Yeah, it wasn't any fun, man. I mean, it was fun getting it because I got it off this dirty bitch I used to date, but, you know. Yeah, me, did, fucking, did you me, fuck a girl who had MRSA in her vagina while you were fucking? Yeah, that's where I got it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, got I thought the, you put it there. I, I put it in another one. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because <laughs> I did the host monkey. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I was fucking patient zero for <laughs> South Orange County's fucking MRSA outbreak uh, back in 2012. Millennial herpes over here. Well, it's more of the yeah. millennial plague, you know. <laughs> Man, Pretty much, say- yeah. No, that happened to us too, because like I, bunch, me and a bunch of my buddies, you know, we all kind of fucked the same girls, and <laughs> after a while, we had it. I never went to like a doctor and got diagnosed that I had MRSA. Like somebody who had fucking kids and insurance did that. I just fucking like figured, okay, if you yeah. got that and it looks like this, that's what I got. Well, yeah, you're like, I got to be draining something here. I mean, this yeah. is. <laughs> These are not normal fat guy boils. I'm like, not, this is a different thing I'm working with. I'm not here. getting bit every night by spiders from the Harry Potter universe, so I think I have MRSA. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, man. Fucking, um, no, but uh, other than that, uh, fucking, I don't know. I'm kind of a musician. I play gigs around my local area, book comedy shows sometimes, uh, you know, fucking. Yeah, but yeah I'm just... Uh, one time I definitely told a story that I think you guys thought I was confessing to some serious criminality, and I definitely was not, but you guys have to go download uh, Alexis and Ian's Violet Wanderers podcast to get the full story. Oh, okay. yeah, I, that, that I remember plug. that incident. Yeah, where we, we, just, we, miss, we couldn't hear the voicemails that good at that point, yeah. so we only kind of heard bits and pieces. We're like, I think this guy's the devil? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went back and figured yeah. it out later. If you can only yeah, hear no. every third word of a short bus Murphy story, the dots you're connecting don't paint any kind of flattering pictures. Picture, so yeah. that was our bad. Yeah, no, I, I fucking usually it was like real late at night, you know, fucking coming off a night shift and be like, oh, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to tell this fucked up story and then realize afterwards I like gloss out like 10 details. But no. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, that's for, our caller's for, favorite thing to do is tell a horrifying story drunk that something their friend did. Yeah. And then make <laughs> none of the information particularly clear. So we just have this weird haiku of bad events to yeah. sort of <laughs> decide. Like, okay, according to this, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dead? Like, we don't know really. We, that- yeah, we always have to, like, speculate in between the lines and be like, is our listener, like, a charming rogue or a rapist? Yeah. <laughs> Watch that uh, Like, I, I, it was all on the up and up. The reason I was, like, kind of, like, uh, fucking hinty about it was because, like, technically I'm not supposed to tell people about that because, like, HIPAA laws and shit. Right. Which yeah. is why I had to have you untag me on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such an amazing like circle of events where you like paid to be on the show <laughs> then we put you on and then you immediately were like don't tell anyone it's me <laughs> it's such a weird thing I'm totally, i'll get to some plugs later i'm doing this on behalf yeah, actually, let's of jt talk about, let's, uh, let's totally plug the show now in case, so we don't forget about it later and because people skip the yeah i've back. got well i've got one date that i'm booking here in my shithole town messina new york uh jt haversat if you guys are familiar fucking altercation punk comedy tour okay uh he's like 
he uh, opens for like Stanhope and stuff, and he's part of that whole circle. But oh, fuck it, yeah, nice. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I've got I can read off a bunch of tour dates, but December third, he's playing my town, uh, Messina, New York, at the Del Mar at eight p.m. Um, Jay Shanoyan opening, this excellent comic out of North, uh, New Hampshire, wherever the fuck. But, um, I like cool man. Well, nice. yeah, if you guys are in the upstate New York area, uh, go to these shows and. Deal with yeah, I'll put, yeah, party with yeah, check, us. check it out. Yeah, tweet tweet the link at us or whatever. We'll retweet it. So yeah, I will, it. man. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to make some uh, magic with that because if any fucking like Mean Boys fans check out JT Havers out or whatever, like he's definitely in the wheelhouse. You know, punk rock dude. No, no, look, you're, no up, promises because we can barely get him to show up to anything. But I mean, I think if <laughs> we didn't go to upstate New York, so if you're around, yeah, go have a go enjoy a nice yeah. satellite get together. Yeah, I know people have been yeah, yelling definitely. at us to go upstate for a while. Yeah, that'd be fucking rad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and so how was Alexis's podcast? We should plug that to Violet Wanderers, which is a pretty good name considering <laughs> I know what that sex toy is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't have any it. fucking clue when I went on it. I had to figure that out later. I was like, oh, I it thought took- they just said Violet Wanderers. I was like, what does that mean? It yeah. took me a second <laughs> to figure out what that meant because I knew what a Violet Wand was, but my brain didn't click it. So I heard that name and I'm like, what kind of like all poetry nickname? <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, it's for fuck fuck shock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just sounds like people who like drop acid and listen to Prince. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's for. It's al- like every day is nineteen ninety nine. Well, that's that's for uh, electrocuting your transgender husband after a long day of living in a Bruce Springsteen song. Which <laughs> <laughs> is Alexis's life from like you know when she clocks into when she clocks out in Nebraska. As soon as she gets home, it's fucking erotic city. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's why me and her get along so well. <laughs> I like yeah, the, no, the podcast is good. Check it out. But it uh, fucking if you uh, don't like pro wrestling, just skip over the middle 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a disclaimer that should be at the front of most podcasts. You know, I, and think I, so. and I feel like most conversations you have as well. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm going to talk about Bret Hart energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. How was your Thanksgiving? You do anything fun, man? Uh, no, not really. Fucking went to my girlfriend's fucking family's house. We, uh, uh, I fucking worked all day. I don't know. I got a real job. They pay me fucking like stupid amount of money to work holidays. I get like 60 bucks an hour to do nothing. Have you ever had a turduncan? Hey, yeah, I am familiar. (laughs) What? Wait, he's he's familiar. Uh, You said you said turduncan like Dunkin Donuts. Do you know what he's talking about, Murph? No, I know what turduncan. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do you mean a turduncan? Is that when you put a turkey? Yes. Wait, is that when you put a turkey? Yes. No, that's when you put a turkey inside Duncan Trussell. <laughs> and he's like, wow, this turkey is used to be a baby. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's like we're all the turkey. Dude. <laughs> Duncan Trussell British now? <laughs> we're not good at voice. That was Russell Brand. Dude. Impression. I don't really know that much about him. He seems like a nice guy. He's 100% not British. I'm Ringo in this. The- Every time I hear him, he's just like, You're yeah, wow. Oh, like kind of like no, what space is big? I just picture that her Duncan is just Tom shoved a whole iced coffee up a turkey's asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a Dunkin' yeah, no. Donuts Girl Scout flavored iced coffee that's inside of a dead animal. Did He's you, like, guys, did you yeah. guys get it? I don't know what a Turduncan no. is, but I can tell you all about a shit Hortons. <laughs> What's oh. a sh- a shit Hortons? I was just fucking around. Tim Hortons because oh, okay. I'm near Canada. Oh. <laughs> we don't fuck with Duncan over here. Hey, get out of here with the Canadian bullshit. <laughs> Man, I Listen, so, Tim wait, Hortons is the far superior. I will fight you. Dude, I was so excited to go to Tim Hortons when I was out on the East Coast, and I went, and it kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah. Did we go to the same one at that gas station between yeah, Detroit and Cleveland? Yeah, but I went to another Cleveland? one, too. Oh, and yeah, it, it, I, I thought it was going to be better, but I still think Duncan is better. 
I don't know. They just took my favorite breakfast thing off the menu, so they can go suck my ass. Yeah, but, I mean, suck your ass, <laughs> breakfast. Here's what I like about this podcast so far: is we're like, all right, we got this guy. He's had a crazy life. Short bus operator. Let's see where he's at on regional coffee chains. <laughs> That's gonna blow us off the map. <laughs> well, like, I fucking went in deep on some of my like stories for the like weird shit i've seen working because it, like either is like they're cutesy happy fun stories that totally wouldn't be appropriate for mean boys because you just think they're fucking gay or like they're completely gonna make you cry and fucking want to just i know the whole it is down. it is hard to find one in the sweet spot of gross and yeah. also no one got hurt that bad and i will yeah. say this we we uh we threw up that you were gonna be on the episode and we got a bunch of uh tweets and facebook comments and stuff People have some questions, so I think we're going to get into some, uh, some, some deep right short bus Murphy lore later on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, should we? Uh, if anybody like connects the dots and figures out like who I am or whatever, just like be cool. Keep my name out your mouth. I, I, I love that you yeah, think yeah. our podcast <laughs> is that popular. I, I, being on our podcast is like going to an orgy. If the mask falls off, you didn't see nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We got a code. Yeah, or it's like that the, the subway in Spider Man Two where he gets all fucked up, and they're like, "We're going to keep this kid safe." Yeah, the only thing I could think of happening is uh, I was, I was we, we, I've talked to the guys about this, a little bit about this, Murph, but it's I'm very excited that we're now at the point that there are Mean Boys sucks now, people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm like, whoa, I must really be doing something. They're saying I sold yeah. out. Yeah, that's fucking, I know, fucking, I mean, you got a few of us that hit up all the different platforms and just kind of like, so when's Joe going to come in and do a fucking episode, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, we'd love that, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We 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 get him up every once in a while. So, I think uh, hopefully w- one of the three of us would have to put it in our will, and then maybe he'd consider and then fake our debt. We do yeah. a Tom Sawyer. Yeah, scenario. yeah, yeah. Well, well, here's the problem with having Joe back on the show. He's very cunning, and it's tough to get him to say his name backwards. And that was <laughs> the rule we set out. Well, then he goes back to his own tiny gay dimension, and it's a whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> goes back. God, to his, he's, he, he's Mr. Dixelplitz. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. you you wanted to do you wanted to do the full show. You wanted to write some jokes and everything. I'm excited. Uh, do you want to? Get I did. A- it's some kind of bullshit like hook fin agreement where I pay you and then I want to do all the work too. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. How's how's the fence coming along? By the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I think it's uh, ready. I think we're all fired up. I think we're ready to get into the Mexican joke off. Hi, so topical. All right, let's do it, gang. You want to take us away, Murph? Sure. Give me one second to pull it up here. I ran these by my girlfriend, and she didn't think they were funny. So ah, I'm not a I I am not a professional that. comedian. It's a mistake. So. If women hate it, it's probably a good mean boys piece of content. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. When I dated this girl who was just like had her life together more than me, and she'd be like, "What'd you to do do today?" And I'd be like. Oh man, I, we we got this really great sketch where Carnock fucks the Pope with a tractor. It's so, and I really think it's really subtle and well done. And you just see her eyes just fucking yeah. melting in her skull. Like, what have I done? This man was inside me. I date a girl who was a Mean Boys fan before I met her, and even I'll pitch stuff to her sometimes. She'll be like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend, I've managed to bring to see Doug Stanhope twice, and she's enjoyed it okay. one of the times. So it's like <laughs> okay. She, where'd you meet okay, your girlfriend? So, Real quick, I'm curious now. Uh, bus. I, I live in a small town, so it's just like you don't really meet anybody. You just kind of like know somebody, and then after a while, you're both single at the same time. You just kind of yeah. walk into an unattended woman, like video game character. <laughs> 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 Consume. Yeah, Damacy loose women. You just Kirby and single ladies. <laughs> yeah, you just get like a letter from a from City Hall where it's like, oh, it's my turn for Veronica. Let's see how this works. <laughs> 
Pretty much, man. Pretty much. Hell yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. joke. Me trying to be funny. Okay. Dean Ween will open a weed-friendly music venue in Denver next year. When asked for comment, every Ween fan replied, but what about their K-boofing policy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Boofing K. That's one of the most hardcore things to boof. You know? Yes. I, I I've, I've never boofed it. Tom, Sorry, I was stepping on everybody because I can't really hear Tom. So, uh, Tom, yeah, did you understand let's get a little closer here. I know Marv Ween is both a band and a kind of cough syrup drink. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of Lean. Ween. That's Elmer Fudd with All a right, Lean habit. All right, it's that with the lisp. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, Elmer Fudd under his rap persona, Will Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like Ween was what Lil Pump's five-year-old son would call it. Daddy's off that Ween, and now I live with the government. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. A man was arrested for money laundering after he put $400,000 in a washing machine, said a reporter from the Laffy Taffy Gazette. What a scoop! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Cal Fire reports that the California wildfires are now 95% contained. In a related story, Cal Cage confirms that Tom Goss is still 0% contained. Son of a bitch! (laughs) I'm going to, okay, so I don't know if I've said this on the air before. My original plan to get Tom in the cage is I was just going to roofie him, <laughs> throw him in a cage. And then I told him, like, hey, I decided not to do this, but here's what I was going to do. And he's like, oh, you could have roofied me. I would have been, I would have been mad for a minute. <laughs> here's the thing is I think what would happen is you would have roofied me and then you would have had logistical issues getting me in the cage still. So I know enough people that we could have lifted you. You're not that dense. Yeah, I would have I watched a YouTube video about how they made the pyramids and I would have got a series of logs. <laughs> So here, hold on. I, as an expert in someone with mentally deranged people who are sometimes sedated, I really thought listen, you were going to say as an expert in roofies, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not Joey Diaz. Well, yeah, but, yeah. Fucking, he went to roofie bartending school where he's like, oh, you want to see a, a Mexican sunset? I'll show you. <laughs> But no, the problem wouldn't so much be getting him to take the roof or get in the cage. But when somebody needs like ambulation, you you're you and Connor being like odd heights, it would be really hard to walk with him and shit. Oh yeah, like, well, you pretty much have to get him down and then cage over him. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Was kind of just put the cage over his bed. Like, that yeah, I mean, plan. this is uh, it's exactly like that time we moved the piano in that black and white movie. Which is, <laughs> it's gonna be a disaster. Here's the thing, Keith. You, you're allowed to give me the cage. Anyone who helps you is becoming my enemy. <laughs> okay, that's. I need you to blink when you say no. things like that. <laughs> Breaking news. New conditions added to thing that will never happen that we keep talking about. <laughs> More every week until people stop caring. Tom, you're up. People still tweet about how Keith is uncageable. Read the goddamn joke. You don't even know who's going in the cage, you buffoon. A German teen lost his license 49 minutes after getting it doing 90 in a 30 zone. He claimed that it was an accident. I really had to take a shit porn. Man. Damn. Okay. okay. That was a long walk. You're bombing thousands of miles away. (laughs) Uh, So, all right. You're up, bud. All right. Stan Lee's family is feuding with Bill Maher over his comments regarding comic books. Sources say they patch things up over their common interest, stealing material. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that Bill Maher shit was so like it was so dumb. Like coming out like twenty four hours after the guy died and being like, "Well, everyone who reads comics is dumb." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, "Oh, I know how I'm gonna make this. stay at the top of the edgy sixty three year old white he, guy." He, he found <laughs> a way to be less likable than when he said the n word on national television. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, uh, is it you or me? It's you. All right, cool. A Buddhist monk was caught having a meth orgy in a temple. 
Most Buddhists want to achieve nirvana, but I guess this guy was going for Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Much of his clown shoes this week. Okay, all right. Uh, all right, so, okay, the, the some foreign Mean Boys fans asked me in the Reddit if I would do jokes about their leaders because they <laughs> they feel that... Australian news is not represented in the way that it ought to be for the Mean Boys podcast. So I've got two jokes about foreign leaders I've written for them. Okay. I know nothing about your your made-up politics or your worthless problems. Also, send me the, your news sites for your weird countries if they have interesting shenanigans. What problems are there in Australia? Your kangaroo famine? Yeah. Uh, okay, so the queen... All over the place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Queen of England revealed that she eats her bananas with a knife and fork. In light of this development, my new standings are to fuck Queen Margaret II of Denmark, marry King Salman of Saudi Arabia, and murder Queen Elizabeth. Sorry, Liz, top game matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's your fucking Queen Elizabeth joke. <laughs> Is that I wouldn't fuck her? No. Well, I, I would, she was fucking the fuck, Mary kill, but I found out about that banana fork eating thing. She and I had, down. I had to demote her, yeah. I don't, want my, I don't want someone eating my dick with multiple bites. <laughs> You just do it in one go, like you a pelican. You don't have enough dick to eat with multiple bites. Uh, it'd be like a three-bite cookie. You ever see those? You got a fun-sized <laughs> dick, my dude. Like, yeah. you want one suck, and then you, you come? Your dick is like a fat kid eating an Oreo. Like, it's meant to be two bites, but they're going to get it done in one if you really want it to. Yeah, a fat kid. A hypothetical, just fat kid. Hmm. <laughs> Who could that be? Tom. Anybody here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally anybody here. Yeah. Or not here. You know, like, looking at Keith talking, like, up close, like, I expected your teeth to look much worse. Yeah, I was actually kind of shocked though. at that. Yeah, I mean they're from. I mean, a, well, this one, this one is less of a tooth than it should be. There's like a big old hole in it. Well, the good thing about exp- but the good thing Sorry, about Keith ahead. is that like you know I got very pale skin, so if my teeth are dingy, it shows up. Keith's skin is also just like the texture of like a used handbag. Well, so everything yeah. looks cleaner <laughs> next to his face. I also look fu- the way Connor describes me. I say people just expect me to be like an old jack o' lantern that got fucked to death by that ATM couple in Breaking Bad. Well, yeah, it's like, no, no, I'm just like no, a you kind of ugly guy. You, you just put your entire head in like a traveling jerky maker, you know, by just smoking constantly. So you're just very weathered. Well, I'm sorry, I can't have an 11 year old girl's acne all the time like you, but fucking, we're all doing our best. Well, yeah, well, no, I don't, I don't look like I was just you know ensconced in a, just a humidor full of you know fucking bad memories. And regrets. You weirdly look less healthy than me most of the time. I just expected you to look like Shane McGowan from the Pogues, but like fatter. Like <laughs> Give it 15 years, that's exactly what I'm going to look like. <laughs> hey guys, what about Bane McGowan? It's a dirty old town. <laughs> oh, yes, Bane. I met my God. I'm like, really, Bane? I'm By so annoyed. Everyone shut up. Oh, this Dream is how it feels for me. <laughs> you started old, this. By the old canal, Batman. <laughs> I kissed my girl. You adopted bullshit. I am bullshit. By the factory wall. Tom, do a joke, please. That's oh, a dirt, yeah. dirty old Gotham. Snagglebane. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Murphy. <laughs> you, you can take a bathroom break if you want. <laughs> Uh, a football player ran over a sideline reporter and then tried to make it up by asking her out. His logic was solid, saying knocking a girl out was college football third base. <laughs> yeah. You're, cir- you're circling coherence. Yeah. No, there's, it's going to be, you know, in and out of coherence. Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> All right, yeah, Murph. All right. All right. George R.R. R. Martin complained to Stephen Colbert that there was no porn in J.R.R. R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. Usually you could find it in the woods like we did when we were kids, but the fucking trees kept walking away with it. 
like, I really like that jug. Yeah, yeah. Just the, a fucking ant just watches jugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, just fucking walking all slow and shit, reading like a big stack of Playboys from the 80s. <laughs> God, it was so great when we were kids, and porn was just in logs. Like, it was amazing. It was weird, just the prevalence of just, like, mystery porn that was just left. I remember there was a bathroom, uh, like, in a park by my school, and somebody just left a porno mag there, and it was, like, this weird, like, Valhalla. Like, we all would visit and just, like, take turns in the Jack Shack. Well, yeah, it's... it's like if you had the fu- a Gutenberg Bible at a museum. We go and we turn one page every day so you can come back and see. <laughs> we, uh, when I was a kid, I remember, because I lived like, right on the St. Lawrence River, and like, you can like, paddle out to a bunch of islands like, that aren't very far out, and you, know, you can dig a canoe out. And I would find like, really nasty like, fucking like, cherry and fucking porn like that like, in a log. The, like, on the a fucking my bathroom was. Yeah, like on a fucking island. Like, who the fuck is that scared of their wife that they're like fucking getting a boat involved just to fucking get <laughs> a canoe to masturbate safely? Yeah, he like went to a kiosk and bought a day pass to hide one magazine. <laughs> I don't like. Well, my issue with print porn is when they get into the spread the pussy open stuff, which is like in if a quick flash in video, sure, but like a, just a static image of a fucking splayed out. Vaginal, uh, yeah. you know, the uh, fuck it's system. It is felt like just... weird body horror. I was like, I don't know if this is how it's supposed to look, or if this is like some weird thing they're doing to this lady. Yeah, I just I can't fap to this. I'm, I don't. I fap to it. I was just like, I like the uh, like I like the hustler ones when they're like pissing in a glass bowl, and it's just like mid like air, like before oh, yeah. it hits the bowl after oh, it leaves. Yeah. The Man, classic era hustler was just gross for grosses' sake. Well, like, and I like, like I don't know what can we get this bitch to do. Whenever I see an action shot like that, I always imagine they have that soccer photographer. That's like really quick, just <laughs> like running past in shorts. Some guy in like a vest full of cameras, like he's like a war journalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I'll go. A judge ruled that Detroit's ban on female genital mutilation is unconstitutional. Ironically, people in the Motor City are now legally allowed to do some damage under the hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continuing, um, you know, my English news uh, uh, in the Australian news corner. Uh, this this joke is being told by my new character, uh, uh, English Bill Maher, that still uses American pop culture references. Former Prime Minister David Cameron has expressed an interest in returning to politics. What's next? Michael Jordan returning to baseball? <laughs> Republicans. <Absolutely>. Shut up. <laughs> Bill Maher is just, like, figured out now. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to be the Ann Coulter of liberals, and it's fine, including the face. He's just going to fucking do the whole deal. (laughs) He does kind of look like Ann Coulter with a bigger dick. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Wait, Ann Coulter has a bigger dick, or he has a bigger dick? No, Bill Maher does. They each have a bigger dick than the other one. Yeah. I feel like Ann Coulter is small but effective. It's like that gun Travis Bickle has in his sleeve. Ah. It's it's the element of surprise (laughs) what makes it lethal. A pocket popper. Sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just picture you reaching into your pocket and pulling out loose jalapeno poppers now. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. A huntress has been... That's why, that's why we don't let Tom into buffets with cargo pants anymore. <laughs> a, a huntress has been slammed for taking a photo with a dead sheep and bloody sex toy. Calm down, Peter. She just fucked Satan. Let's not piss her off now. <laughs> Sassy words. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you called her a huntress. Yeah. That's how they wrote it in the article. I figured. It's really weird. The photo is just a dead sheep and her holding a bloody rubber fist. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Oh, wow. Bloody rubber fist. And she's uh, she's not not attractive. Looks like we got an episode title. <laughs> bloody rubber fist. 
So Tom's doing jokes for the uh, New Zealand audience now. That's good. You guys. Are <laughs> I, that's, that's, it sounds like one of those old tongue twisters. Like you can't say yeah. bloody rubber fist five times. I'm out there repping you pineapple people. SpongeBob. Right. <laughs> you think New Zealand is pineapple? Pineapple people. Oh no, it's kiwis. Never mind. I yeah. know it's a fruit. It's also there's so much. That just sounds like like a racist slur for like Samoans or something. <laughs> oh yeah, look at this fucking pineapple over here. Yeah. Not you know, goddamn like coconut coons coming and taking all our football jobs. Yeah, yeah they're, these they're, spam orangutans. Yeah, these <laughs> saw this fucking pineapple in a fila tracksuit looking at my girl. <laughs> If kiwi is like a, a slur to Zealanders or whatever, I did I didn't no, I they thought it was. A, it's not a so they like say that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the, that doesn't mean it's not a slur. No, this is uh, this is the Samoan who's too drunk at the club, and the uh, the uh, the bouncer's like, "I'm gonna go get my forklift, and when I do, you're out of here, buddy." <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Philadelphia Flyers mascot Gritty has a purple hole in its belly, and Philly residents don't know why. <laughs> Studies suggest this is because no Philadelphia hockey fan has ever seen a black pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing people like in Philadelphia. Like, what do we do? Do we throw a battery in it? Like, yeah. <laughs> do we charge Gritty like, now? Do we charge? A fucking like nine year old kid. They did like because they always bring kids out to do the skate around on the ice at the beginning. Right. A fucking nine year old kid threw a fucking down and fought with Gritty and got put in the penalty box. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> was this like a planned stunt or was Gritty just like, what the fuck it are you? Does doing? not appear to be because he hit him tw- like he went back out after they let him back out and did it again. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even know Pat Parker had a nephew. That's <laughs> shocking. Uh, all right. I, for some reason, I imagine uh, you just, well, for the, the purple hole in the stomach, just gritty lays down on like a stone tablet, you know, like on some real fucking, uh, you know. Drew the shit? Yeah, like the, uh, uh, the, the Yale thing, the Skull and Bone Society. Okay. And then they just get a big vat and they just pour chili into him. <laughs> and that's his fuel. And then he goes... <laughs> Oh, he, like Tasmanian devils out of the room I'm for another. Fueled by beef juice. Yeah. <laughs> a man dressed as Fred Flintstone was arrested for speeding. Officers say he was yabba dabba doing eighty in a school zone. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No. So uh, this one, uh, Australian news. All right, man, this is Dennis Miller, but he's in Australia. <laughs> kind of. This one, oh, man. Both of my Australian ones stink. There was just nothing happened in your fucking. You have one of the biggest countries in the world, and nothing happened there this week. <laughs> you fucking losers. Isn't that where Meryl Streep lost her baby? Australia? Okay, Prob- hang probably. On, hang on. What do you mean? Yeah, short, you have any idea, Short Bus, on, uh, on Meryl Streep lost her baby in Australia? Can you need to do anything with that? Yeah, that was that was a movie. That was the whole, like... That was that whole dingo ate my baby thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, that was a movie. Oh, okay, okay. a movie about her feeding a baby to a dingo. Yeah, she played the mom, and everybody thought the mom just killed the kid and shit. I thought I thought that Tom just read one news story about a sixty-year-old woman and was like, (laughs) "I'm gonna run with this." (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, Australian Prime Minister Tony Abbott has endorsed a plan that would place armed police in remote indigenous schools. In America, we call this the phone booth full of blowing money, but for shooting kids. Yeah, he went. He went to this like indigenous school with like the tribes people. I like, guess the native people are native to Australia, and he's just he went there and he said, uh, "Thank you for putting up with the invasion." <laughs> and everyone oh, was like, Jesus. "Whoa, bro!" No, I mean, dude. yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that shit here. I live right next to a Mohawk uh, Native American reservation, and oh. shit gets real fucking hairy sometimes. I oh. used to have a Mohawk. No, the the Indian tribe. You can't. They, they, it takes more than that to join their fucking Tom Warren. Are they like super gnarly? Uh, I mean, you know, fucking. Well, if there's like this weird fucking indie movie a few years ago called Frozen River, because like technically the 
reservations on both sides of the border, like U.S. and Canada. Okay. So and the and then the river freezes over in the wintertime in between, and they just run hella drugs through there. So it's oh, like, shit. oh no shit! I every went, time you like turn a corner, there's like a mansion sitting on the fucking river with like you know. I went it's to like, a, fuck. I went to a gas station on a, a Native American reservation when I was going up to Montana one time, and we just pulled over. That was like the only gas station around, and it was one of the most haunting experiences of my entire life. They have like, cheap cigarettes. Like I just like I periodically just think like, oh man, no, you got it pretty good because they just put these people out in this fucking death camp. <laughs> it was nuts. So like we walked in, and it was just everyone was just like, what are you doing here? The, and it was just everything was like dirty and bad, and everyone was pissed off. And I'm like, man, your life sucks. Yeah. No one needed to see the white man walk in here. Yeah, I know, and I was just like, hey, you got a Snapple? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's well, so you don't have to worry about that with ours because, like, they between like the illegal things and like the casino, like, all the actual natives are fucking balling. So, like, all the stores are just populated with white people working behind the counter. Oh, hell yeah. I, I do. The other, like day, that. the other day, I did have to bite my tongue when I almost wished somebody happy Thanksgiving, though. That oh, <laughs> that's that'd be a bad. I do like it because uh, I'll go to like do casinos or whatever, like at Pachanga. I do like when there's the fat white white guy with the worst job and i'm like yeah that's a little bit of justice yeah chief <laughs> enjoys the irony is just watching from behind glass yeah <laughs> yeah no one of the tri- one of the tribal leaders saw the show and i made fun of him and he went and he, i thought he was mad at me because he like pulled me over and he was in a wheelchair and he just loudly talked to me during the headliner said about how much he enjoyed me <laughs> like, you want to go outside and he's like no i'm a leader I've, why did i lead the tribe <laughs> I couldn't interrupt comedy yeah, show. this terrible n- parking lot yeah so i was just like sorry Whatever your name is. Uh, oops. Uh, Tom. Uh, we have two more, right? Yeah. I think so, okay. yeah. Okay. Should I do... Do it? Do we? we have one more. Should I do the oh, yeah. dumb one or the other one first? Do the dumb one. Yeah, the dumb, dumb one. one first? Yeah. Okay. Photos They're of... all dumb ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the incredibly dumb one. Uh, photos of a child bride auction in Sedan have gone viral. They did an entire child bride auction in a shitty car. Damn, how small are those kids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in like nine different directions. Uh, pull over, baby. I had to buy that for a dollar. <laughs> did I ever tell the story about the small town firefighter auction? No, I don't think so. I did this benefit for the firefighters in Calusa, California. Okay. Uh, another example of Connor's uh, redneck towns that sound like racist Girl Scout cookies. Um, <laughs> And they had they were doing this like auction, and the auctioneers they were like the they had these like bundles because it was like a big family event. So it would be it would for real. One of them was all right. Next up on the block, we got a girl's bike. Uh, we got a, den- a diamond tennis bracelet and a shotgun. Let's start this off with a four hundred dollar bill. Four hundred where? Four hundred there? Four fifty where? Four fifty to the gentleman. You know, and I was just I was like, okay, yeah, we yeah, we got a bayonet. Uh, we got a crate of Easter egg supplies and a butt plug. That's a $1,000 bill. Uh, sold. Yeah, it was fucking the best shit of all time. That's what we do. We have jamborees every time somebody gets cancer or something, and, like, you just get a bunch of bands to play, and they, people the just Greg auction off, like, I made jamboree. a basket of assorted shit in my fucking, you know, basement. Oh, but... really? You just have, yeah, like, a, my... like, a juke joint GoFundMe where it's like, all right, buy a red Solo cup. Bill has got the leukemia. <laughs> More or less, more or less. Actually, that's what I'm doing tonight after I'm done here. They're doing an 80s karaoke jamboree because uh, my homie's brother just died in a diabetic coma. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. That sucks. 
Well, he would have wanted yeah. somebody to butcher Dancing Queen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm good point. That sucks that that happened, but all the words you just said is the funniest comedy. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Ever. 80s karaoke, diabetes, jamboree. Like, <laughs> fuck up. That's nonsense. What you're telling me is you're going to go watch a white woman cry about Journey in a barn. <laughs> Almost exactly. <laughs> That's the exact moment you are allowed to stop believing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. A dead whale was found with 115 plastic cups in its stomach. Pinocchio remains undefeated at beer pong. <laughs> Man, that's good. I'm really happy. That I heard dead whale and I just braced myself for it to be about me. And it wasn't. And I'm very proud of you. You're still alive, Keith. Who was playing beer palm in his stomach? Keith's mom. What's oh, up? No. High five, we bro. Have one bit. Yeah. Well, see, like, you're, you're only Hollywood fat. Compared to us real people, you're kind of small. Man, like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Do you I are, say nice things to you. Yeah, I'm, but you're not a person. I'm hanging up on you. You're you're fired from the podcast. How dare I've been grooming him to hate himself for decades so I could have a sidekick on this podcast. Keith, I told you how much shirt your shirt looked today. That was a nice thing. It means nothing. Your shirt looks shirt as fuck, fam. Thanks, man. It's a new shirt. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one. Where is it? Okay, here we go. A 13-year-old girl who wrote an essay against gun violence has been shot to death. In related news, thousands of teen boys are awaiting their irony after writing essays about how blowjobs are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm not supposed to burp anymore. Sorry. Hey. Uh, the man who helped save people from last month's yoga studio shooting has been given a $30,000 tuition to Florida State University, a nearly $5,000 value. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It would have been, been a better like investment if he got $30,000 of tuition to that yoga school. Yeah, I was about to say, no one ever shoots up a yoga studio in Georgetown. I can't make something out of my life after this. Ah, uh, man. My last joke's very bad. I like the idea of during that shooting, one person being like, maybe I can yoga my way out of it, trying to dodge the bullets. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Like in the mask. <laughs> like, <laughs> like people are doing Matrix shit really slow and just getting shot in a child's pose. Immediately murdered. Yeah. I love you, Ed. All right. Uh, a man is being shamed for asking his girlfriend to marry him while she was running a marathon. If asking a woman to spend the rest of her life with you while she's running away from you isn't romantic, then why is it the plot point of most horror films? I, I, yeah. <laughs> what a good idea. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's a very clever point. It's pretty, a lot of words. Yeah, words. Dude, I'm mostly words. <laughs> words and flesh. I yep. can't wait to listen to this episode next week so I can hear what you guys are saying. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. Sorry. I said words in flesh. Words in flesh sounds like the Japanese translation for Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, seen it. Uh, well, that's it for the Mexican joke-off. Let's, uh, let's throw to a special Mean Boys announcement right now. When we come back, hopefully uh, Murphy will be able to hear us. Yeah. Big children, you demanded it. You craved it. The thought of it made your genitals shiver like any girl at a movie theater. So next week, it's time for Snark Week 2018. Seven days, seven episodes, 14 sketches, 140 joke-off jokes, one descent into unrelenting madness. But who's coming to hell with us? Let's find out, cum buckets. Monday, December 3rd, Mike Lawrence. Tuesday, December 4th, Keith Ray and Andrea Guzetta. Wednesday, December 5th, Jessica Michelle Singleton. Thursday, December 6th, Kyle Clark and Henry Zabrowski. Friday, December 7th, Opie, Ramsey Badawi, and the return of Now Is Not The Time. 
Saturday, December 8th, Gareth Reynolds. And Sunday, December 9th, two special guests so tight, we can't even announce them yet. Unless they reschedule or something, in which case, I don't know, we'll call Isaac Hirsch or whatever. But that's not all. Each day of Snark Week also brings a b -b 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 bonus episode. Exclusively available on the Mean Boys Patreon, featuring special guests, weird surprises, and Meanopoly 2, The Revenge. Snark Week is by the fans, for the fans, and it's when the shit hits the fan. Will we lose our minds halfway through? Who cares? Fuck you! Snark Week 2018! And the Mean Boys podcast returns. That's brat, right. Brat. Oh, <laughs> That's right, everybody. Starting next week, goddamn Snark Week 2. It's coming. Mike Lawrence, Henry Zabrowski, Gareth Reynolds, a bunch of fun surprises coming. Uh, you just heard some of that in the announcement we just put on. Yeah, guests, uh, guests on the bonus episodes. My ex-girlfriend's coming back in the trap. That'll be fun. Uh, please forward all your t Connor's tiny dick questions directly to her <laughs> so I don't have to read them until the show day. Uh, but right now, we're going to play a game made by Short Bus Murphy, uh, and I have no idea what this is, and I really hope it's not a weird slur thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I trust Murph. What do you got for us, man? I'm stoked. All right. Oh, shit, you the... got a mic stand. Yeah, I have a mic stand. I, I'm, like, sort of a musician. Like, I don't have anything where it would be, like, accomplished, but I do have, like, some equipment. Yeah, bongos. Well, Impressive, yeah. isn't it? Do you, uh, <laughs> how often do you use Humble those... brag, I know. How often do you use those bongos in a song? Because I feel like that's a very specific instrument. That's like if you're like, well, I'm going to want to have this harpsichord once every 12 songs I do. <laughs> so the Northeast here, we are a big, like, hippie contingent, but it's not the fucking, like... Coachella Queen fucking vegan type hippie. It's like the listen to fish and have a real smelly dog type hippie. Oh, okay. So <laughs> this is this yeah. was my fucking calling card. I got more gigs with those than I do like playing guitar or whatever. But yeah, I used to play bongos in a jam band and then it kind of fucking turned into <laughs> some shit. That's the best nonsense. I used to play bongos in a jam band, but at a certain point I was like, I thought this was about the bonging. <laughs> well, that was my fucking thing. Is like, cause like, I was, I was a pretty good fucking percussionist and we started out, it was like acoustic bongo, Jack Johnson, Dave Matthews bullshit. But then like, Everybody wanted to like plug in. I ended up playing on the drum kit, and everything was like more like Grateful Dead covers. And then they want to do Pink Floyd and all this fucking happy horse shit. And I'm just like, man, like I don't want to fucking sit on a drum throwing and my balls fall asleep for four hours. Yeah. I'd rather just fucking stand up and slap these fucking things. I don't. I don't need to keep the bit, keep the beat for a nine minute alto sax solo plugged into a phaser pedal. Yeah. You know, this one bitch did have a flute. It was fucking. <laughs> This one bitch had a flute. Man, we called her flute bitch. For she'd play fucking, we would do a Can't You See by Marshall Tucker Band, and she'd pull the flute out for a little fucking extended solo. Okay. Where I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> that sounds cool. And the drums like, no, nah, it wasn't. <laughs> Not for you. Yeah. I, I learned that the flute is the, uh, the most strenuous instrument to play in the marching band because you got to hold it up to the side of your face. So it actually burns the most calorie uh, to be a flute player. I would think the tuba because it's so fucking big. But it's ergonomically designed to wrap around you for marching purposes. Right. Yeah. I think there's a difference between a tuba and a sousaphone, and one of them's for marching. I think it might be the sousaphone. What the fuck are we talking one about? One of them's for playing in Bim Scala Bim. Well, yeah, I assume it would be named after Sousa, who wrote many great American marches. Yeah. Anyway. Philip Sousa. Welcome All back right. to Connor Kind of Remembers Middle School Band. <laughs> and Tom looks frightened trying to remember which one is a tuba. Yeah, no, the tuba, tuba's the fucking horn snake. You just wrap it around. Yeah. No, tuba's the instrument that, quiet, that, that soundtracks your whole life silently. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Benny Hill theme song. All right, what's this game we're playing? Yeah, let's play some games. 
All Mr. Right. Bus, this is called vocabulary B. So I have this weird fascination with like folk slang of like different, like either like criminals or fucking like just weird subsets of society. So like I used to be a carny early in my career, and like so like carny has a lot of slang. And I don't know if uh, career was the right word. <laughs> what uh, what corner were you working at the carnival? Were you the two small jugs you throw the balls into? What were you doing? I did a little of that. Well, I mean, it was it was kind of not a car. It was Old Town in Kissimmee, Florida. I used to run the uh, like amusement park rides there and shit. So I'd like rock the scrambler, or, like the Ferris wheel and shit like I, that. I know this isn't a job, but in my head, they just hired you to walk around and march in a small hat. If that makes like a very <laughs> tidy, like a teacup sized hat. That makes sense. <laughs> Man, you were a Florida right. carny. You got to talk into your microphone. You were a Florida yeah. carny. That's brutal. I thought we were talking about that. Yeah, now no, I actually can. Were you not talking into the mic? I've been talking into a lot of stuff. Okay, well, we got to talk into the mics. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the he just hears us on the computer microphone. So yeah, let's uh, let's take us away. I'm stoked for this game. Okay, so I'm going to read you a phrase, and then I'm going to give you four choices, and you have to tell me what the choices describe. Okay. So right. what, what, what the phrase is. Okay, so we're going to start with the first one, and this is Cockney rhyming slang, something you probably are familiar with from, yeah. like, oh, Gary yeah. movies. Oh, hello. As featured in the wonderful J.J. Doom song, Governor. All right. I talk like an idiot. Right. So, I was Brahms and List in the battle cruiser when the cows and kisses walked in. I nearly Tom Tit. And so, we got to figure out what that means. So I'm going to give you four choices. You're going to tell me which of these four options that describes. So, oh, fuck. Can either... you repeat the key phrase again? Because <laughs> right. I am. So, I was Brahms and List in the battle cruiser when the cows and kisses walked in. I nearly Tom Tit. Okay. Battle cruiser, okay. I feel like, is a cop car, but let's see. Yeah. All right. So it's either A, a military action. B, someone's wife showing up to the bar. C, a symphony. Or D, none of the above. I'm gonna, I think it's B. I think it's B. That's what I, I, was leaning I think it's wife too. walks in. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. All right. If you guys yeah, because kisses rhymes with misses. Yeah, and battle oh. cruiser. I thought man, maybe that's a bar. I don't know. Yeah. What was the first option again? I, you're going to have to talk where I can hear you. The first option. What was the first option? <laughs> <laughs> it was a military action. I can hear you good there. You should oh, do sorry. that the whole time. The third option. Third option. Yeah, I can easily confuse with the first. Okay. Uh, C was a symphony. Mm, a symphony. No, I don't think any of these fucking dumb English meatheads are going to the symphony. So I'm going to rule that out based on my classist presumptions. Uh, now it's going to be that one. Yeah. I'm going to say He's never seen a clockwork orange. Oh, yeah, I love fucking... Oh, you heard Tchaikovsky? He's fucking mental. Oh, like... gi- uh, nothing better than getting ginned up and listening to a violin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sticking with B. Right. What do you guys think? So, yeah, oh, the answer was C. B, someone's wife showing up oh. to the bar. Nice. Uh, if you want me to break it down, Brahms and List uh, means pissed or drunk. Right. Battle okay. Cruiser means boozer or bar. Yeah, okay. Um, on, I closed it out here. What was I doing? Um, cows and Kisses means misses. Right. And... Tom Tit means shit. Why is why is every single word they have a whole poem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just imagine like everyone class, in England just lives under a large mushroom and is just like whimsically writing bullshit all day. Well, yeah, because like slang is supposed to be like I don't have time to say frozen yogurt. I'm gonna call it froyo. But they're like, let's add eight words. Yeah, and let's sound like you know the whimsical Dr. Seuss characters while yeah. being toothless and violent. What okay. if this boring story was also an exhausting limerick? Yeah. Uh, can you pass it the the. the the cap hat of the string thing is how we say fucking mushroom stroganoff. 
<laughs> of all the foods that could have been. What? I thought that, I thought you were going for a tampon jag, but okay. All right, what's number two? All right, number two. This one is bootling slang. Are you guys familiar with bootling slang? Is that you what you California? No, bootling. Uh, Okay, up in Northern California, there's a town called Boonville that apparently is like just some hick town where they've got their own like category of oh. just this really weird hick slang. I've okay. seen this, yeah, and there's like six people left that like speak it, you know, right? It's yeah. like a dying sort of dialect of weird yeah. fucking Just some English. weird like California oaky slang. I'm fucking wicked fascinated with it. Okay. Wicked. All right, so. The phrase is, I was Molly Gorman a Muldoon, but I piked to cow scully when I felt her hog rings. Okay. Oh, herpes. That's how we do a herpes. Oh, hog rings. <laughs> oh, man. Where, right. How did you find so, out about the appetizer Keith's invented? Yeah. <laughs> so the options are A, the trick farming. Is it's an onion ring, but it's made of bacon. <laughs> well, yeah, I've always wanted to wear a carbs as a bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> options are A, farming, B, a robbery, C, sex with a fat woman, or D, none of the above. Can you run, uh, can you run the actual phrase one more time? I was Molly Gorman a Muldoon, but I piked to Cow Scully when I felt her hog rings. Yeah, I got. If it's not sex with a fat woman, I'm just disappointed. So I got to pick that one out of optimism. What were What were the three options? One more time. Farming, a robbery, sex with a fat woman, or none of the above. Ah, I think it's farming. I think it's fat sex. The answer is C, sex with a fat woman. Yeah. yeah. Never what? try to give these right. people more credit. It's need, always about no. something stupid. I need to know what hog rings means. Okay, so I'll, I'll go through the whole phrase. Yeah. Well, well, what I'm saying is if you're farming, you don't need to cover that up with slang and code words. If you're fucking a fat lady, you know, you want to have a little well, bit of a wink, wink, nudge, well, nudge dialogue. Well, you more effective wink, winkery than hog rings, because that's <laughs> worse than fat chick pussy. That could, also, like? that could be some local dish or something. Well, maybe it so, is. Yeah, yeah one pussy. guy's eating it. Yeah. All right, hit us with so, the... Yeah. A stretch Molly Gorman means stretch marks. Molly Gorman means sucking on a titty. Uh, Muldoon means a fat girl. Piked means he just took off. Cow Scully means out in like the sticks out in the country. And hog rings means a real loose vagina. Oh, oh, oh God! <laughs> a, a particularly loose vagina. I'm just picturing oh, like, one of those like one of those like, life like inflatable vests you get on an airplane if you're going to drown. Yeah, it's like kind of fat, but mostly just sort of flubbery. All right. Tight. Nicely done. Gross. What's three? Right, so me and Tom are tied tied now. Okay. All right. Next category. This one is carny slang. I didn't actually speak any of this when I was a carny, but. Boo, it, you should have. Yeah, you fucking, uh, uh, you race trader. I don't know. <laughs> you poser. I want to see you in a small hat and overalls. Yeah, Why yeah. are you obsessed with the small hat? I don't know. I uh, just wore an orange polo shirt and khakis. It was not that fascinating. I was this carnival that I worked at was and Keith's probably familiar. You lived in Kissimmee for a yeah. while, but this is in the part of Kissimmee that movie The Florida Project was set in. Like right. I literally like lived and worked like right in that fucking neighborhood. Like I could visually map out that whole fucking movie. Yeah, just bomber. So, I still haven't watched that movie because I know it's gonna be like a weirdly emotional thing for me. Oh my god, it made me fucking life. cry like a bitch, dude. Yeah, it's gonna you fuck know. me up. I uh <laughs> yeah, but every every race has the thing where if you're that race but you don't speak English, like Mexican people call you a coconut or uh Japanese people call you a banana. What is that for carnies? I'm trying to figure out, you know? Like a sellout carny? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like a you're, bozo? You're a clown on the outside, but you're inside. You're a normal person. Is there a dent in my head, hairline? Look at, the, look at this fucking Gacy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Let's pull up the I like big the, screen. Yeah, this, this, the picture in picture is the closest Tom owns to a mirror. Oh, no. It was just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, a little bit, maybe. 
Okay. You make good. me wish phrenology was still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, phrenology is when you measure skulls and you, sp- you supposedly can tell things about it. It's like a oh, racist like, science oh, thing. Oh, oh, the Nazi 1900s. sizes, whatever. Thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah where it's yeah. like, do you want to cut? I'll take a quarter pound of what you did in No, no, no. It's a. Free hat fittings for Jews today only. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Completely innocent. Free hats for Jews. We will measure you. <laughs> All right. So the carny phrase is: Advanced man says we'll do an at show with a fizzuck fiznish, clean the midway for the kids show, and get all the cake eaters in. Hit them with the aftercatch during the blade gomer. Fuck. Jesus tits. You want all me right. to do that over again? It was a long one. Hit me one more time, and then we'll hit the. So that's right. scrambled eggs and hot links, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Advanced man says we'll do an at show with a fizzuck fiznish, clean the midway for the kids show, get all the cake eaters in, hit them with the aftercatch during the blade gummer. Right. Okay, so this is so a there's tra- a sword swallower and they're trying. There's some okay. sort of trash around. This means the bathrooms on the left. <laughs> all right, so choices are A, a wrestling match; B, a sword swallower; C, a freak show; or D, all of the above. I'm going to th- say D, all of the above. I think it's that, too, because, yeah, Blade Gummer makes sense for Sword Swallower, and then, uh, yeah, I think it's all of the above. Should I'm going to say, uh, you know what? I'm going to say A, to be original. <laughs> to be wrong <laughs> is why I'm going to do that. Talk close well, to Well, yeah. I'm not very good at this, so it was definitely all of the above. Nice. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, so to go through advance, man, is kind of a common term, just somebody who goes and sets things up beforehand. Right. At show, at show means athletic show or a wrestling match. Fizzuck fiznish means you're going to screw somebody out of the match because wrestling people for their carny slang just put fucking is in the middle of their words, like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> they think that you can't tell. Okay. Says, fuck finish, Fizzuck fiznish. So clean the midway just means that you're going to get everybody off the yard and get them into the thing. Kid shows a freak show. Right. Cake eaters mean the rubes or the marks. After catch is when you try to sell people shit once you got them inside the venue, and Blake Gummer is a sword swallower. Huh. Huh. Did you guys... Uh, well, they found a lot of different ways. What, what I like about this is I'm learning that carnies are looking down on us. Uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, look at this fucking cake eater. And it's like, I came to laugh at you and your bad life. Yeah, somebody like, calling me an asshole while they're eating the head off a chicken. Yeah, who's eating <laughs> whose cake here, buddy? <laughs> See, like, when I worked at the little carnival, like, I was just, like, a local who got a job there. It wasn't, like, anything. But, like, we would get the traveling carnies that would, like, once the season was over, they'd go down to Florida and fucking stay there. And I just remember this one, like, family came down, and they lived in one of them Florida Project-ass motels. Right. But, like, the dad, the two brothers, the sister, the wife, they all fucking got hired with us. And, like, uh, the dad was, like, or the girl was, like, fucking, like, had this, like, straight-up, like, New York City accent. She's like, yo, can you go see something to my dad over there, blah, blah, blah. And I walk over, and I'm like, hey, your daughter wanted to know about this. And he's like, yeah, just go ahead and tell her, blah, blah. Like, somehow this fucking <laughs> nuclear family managed to, like, adopt, like, two polar opposite accents. Yeah, like, yeah. it feels like an intentional choice. Like, they're going to war with one another. I yeah. had an embarrassing moment with the Carney where I was doing crowd work in Oklahoma, and I asked them what they were doing. Or what they not what not what they were doing what they did for work and they said carney and I go you sell hot dogs in Los Angeles I thought that I didn't know what a carney was I thought it was just carnies I was like you guys got carnies out here they're like yeah, yeah. you thought he was talking about the train car I thought everything was about <laughs> hot dog specific I didn't know that it would it, it, it was like a term for people who work at a carnival which sounds too fancy no one That's of the a guys fancy word one of the guys I met at Halloween also was a traveling carney he did like lights for the carnival so now we have two confirmed carny listeners <laughs> i know more and carnies than several carnivals, more assumed which means there must be hundreds uh, 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was. Yeah. It's that's pretty much your demographic: factory workers, carnies, and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, the, the punk rock carnies yeah. who like we were yeah, in the fucking we, we, got all, we got all the people that get killed in the holocaust after gypsies is who we get <laughs> everybody who like was at risk to become like a henchman for the joker has oh yeah become one of our fans if the joker was real he would have recruited most of our audience <laughs> all right you got any more? all right so you mentioned train cars and this next one is hobo slang okay hell yeah okay He's a bloat-in-the-glass ambulator who eats snowballs, but his Angelina is a gay cat who can't read an easy mark. Christ. Ooh, okay. Snowball's got to be drugs. I think snowball is something with gay sex. Okay. All right. And what, so, what is Angelina? I think Angelina is, is, like, mom or someone that helps you out. Okay. All right, so you want your choices? Yeah. Sure. Choices are, A, an experienced hobo and his rookie companion, <laughs> B, someone trading cocaine for gay sex, C, a rail yard bull that can't be outwitted, or D, none of the above. B. I'm going to say B. Uh, I'm going to say D. Okay. The answer was A, an experienced hobo and his rookie companion. Ah, shit. Wow. Fuck that. So, bloat in the glass just means you were born a hobo. You know, you weren't, like, you didn't adopt the lifestyle. You were born in it. Okay. Uh, You didn't choose the hobo life. The hobo life chose you. You're an OG, yes. (laughs) Ambulator just means, like, an experienced traveler who's gone all the way across the country. Okay. Eats. Snowballs means that you're a hobo in the north or the northeast during winter season, so you're not afraid to go be homeless in the snow. Yeah, okay. I really thought that was about swallowing cum. I yeah, feel, I, feel I thought that was either coke or cum. Yeah. yeah. Angelina uh, just means a traveling companion could possibly mean like a hobo punk, you know, like a gay fucking fuck buddy. Possibly. Right. It has multiple meanings. A lot of gay hobos gay? Just... What's that? Well, are most hobos gay? I think it's mostly like you can be gay for services. I mean, listen. You're out there on the road. You're fucking. But you, you don't have a fucking Tinder profile. Let's, you're gonna uh, take any. Let's put it this way: Everyone's gay when pie season's over, right? <laughs> <laughs> if it's got a hole in a heartbeat, I mean, you know, that fucking. was uh, that was the uh, that was the first line of Hunter S. Thompson's suicide note: "Pie season's over." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a gay cat just means uh, an inexperienced hobo. So, oddly enough, nothing to do with actually being gay. And then easy mark is like when they put the hobo uh, like semaphore on the sides of buildings, like they scratch little signals on, so hobos oh, know yeah, if there's like cops. All right, cool. You got any more? Yeah, Tom's a gay cat. Yeah, and I've got one more. Uh, This one is prison slang. What I like about this show is that people learn things. Yeah. You know? (laughs) This oddly is one of the most educational episodes we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this last one is prison slang. All right. I don't know, like, specific region of prison slang, but it's prison slang. Okay, so it was 13 and a half. He's got all day and night. If he's lucky, he'll get backdoor parole from a ho-check. Ooh. I know what one of those things means. Oh, he's gonna get okay. butt fucked. No, backdoor parole <laughs> means he's gonna get killed. Oh, right, so, ooh, yeah. that's dark. And then yeah. butt fucked. So yeah. then, okay, so Probably. A is a shot caller getting preferential treatment. B is butt sex. C is someone doing life without parole getting killed in prison. Or D is none of the above. Well, I gotta go C then. <clears throat> I'm gonna go yeah. butt sex. Yeah, yeah, it's C. Yeah, Woo. thirteen and. Thirteen and a half means that you had twelve jurors, one judge, and half a chance against you. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah. All day and night means life without parole. Right. Backdoor parole, as Keith said, is getting killed in prison. And then a ho check is when you first get into prison. They see if you're gonna, you know, get butt fucked, and they beat the shit out of you. And so, do you speak all these languages? <laughs> no, he just said he's interested in them. 
Yeah, I've, I've just looked this stuff up, but I do I do end up like trying to pepper them into my daily phrases, and you know, people don't know what I'm talking about. I do like about, the idea but... of you having some sort of like Rosetta Stone. Yeah, I was going to say, they got Carney Rosetta Stone. Yeah, yeah. It's, Carney, just a, it's just a funnel cake with like something printed out on top of it. Well, what I like about these is the people that are trying to keep their communications a secret are the people that have the least to offer society that no one is eavesdropping on. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man, they're never going to find out about our big hobo Carney plan. They weren't looking. Uh, if only I could decipher the secrets uh, of Hobo Dave. Yeah. Like it's never happened. Man. Well, that was fun, yeah. man. That was voc- yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was vocabulary B. Vocabulary B. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Not creative. No, I liked it. It was <laughs> yeah, fun. I dig that, dude. Uh, we're going to throw it to commercial right now. When we come back, we will uh, dip into the Mean Boys mailbag. What's up, YouTube? Welcome to Crypto Lab. Today, we're bringing you another edition of our newbie guide, Hot Off the Blockchain, and teaching the scrubs how to cop their crypto. As we all know, it is a bear market out there right now, and we're all coping differently. Personally, I've been sacrificing a Funko Pop to Satoshi every week. Satoshi be praised. But prices are lower than ever. If you're an OG like me, that's bad news. But if you're new to the game, this is the perfect time to start surfing the ledger and making fat stacks in the crypto space. So here we go. The two easiest ways to get your toe dipping in the crypto market so you can start flipping in the crypto market... Put on your mining helmet and hodl for dear life. Let's go. Method number one, the exit bag. This one's pretty simple, guys. You're just going to need a helium tank, a plastic bag, and some duct tape. Pretty basic, certified, scrub proof. I recommend purchasing the Balloon Time Helium Tank from Target.com. Retails for $20.99, comes with its own hose. It's your one-stop shop for success in crypto. And I highly recommend you pick one of these up, guys. Link in the description. When your tank arrives, all you need to do to set up your mining rig is find a medium-sized kitchen bag, poke a hole in the exterior like this, push your hose through, then duct tape it a few times around to get a nice seal. Then, to start mining your digital gold, just place the bag over your head, pull that drawstring, and turn that tank up to 11. Method number two, cop by cop. Now, this method is a little more high-risk, high-reward, but we didn't come to the crypto playground to sit in the swings. We came to hodle through the slides, climb the all-time highs, and dismount into the glorious wood chips of gains. For this method, you're going to need directions to your local police station, dark clothing, and a water pistol spray-painted black. Now, due to federal law, I can't go into too much detail about this method, guys. I know. Weak. But you can find all the info you need to get in on this on the Tor Hidden Wiki if you just Control-F Charles Whitman, the originator of the cop-by-cop method, Big ups, Poppy Whitman. That's about it for this week, guys. Good luck to all my Kryptonians out there. This is the first of an ongoing series of videos on copying methods, so make sure to subscribe to keep up to date. And in future videos, we'll be breaking down the bridge hack, the bath time forever method, and of course, the infamous gun show loophole. But what method do you want me to cover? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you're nasty, remember to slap a like on this video, give it a share, and if you see my ex-wife, tell her that this is all her fault. Ladies and gentlemen, the Mean Boys podcast returns, and it's time to hear your questions in the Mean Boys mailbag. Woo woo! It's the Mean Boys mailbag. Fuck, Fuck everything. God, God is dead. Is dead. Send, us Send us an email. Give us a call. Have you ever heard the one about Keith in the dark? It's a motherfucking Mean Boys mailbag. <laughs> oh, 
Holy shit. Oh. I got it so intense so quick. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I love Damn. about this is like now this guy in New York is uh, singing a cover of some guy in Philly that made a song for some guys in L.A. It's just a whole beauty. The Internet does bring people together sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. All right. Uh, this is a uh, this is a question from uh, at Furpict Oval. Okay, you're short definitely going to either have to take Connor's mic or lean right in because I can't hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Cool. At Fur McDowell asks, what chain of events led you to both being a hilarious motherfucker and piloting the Retard Express? <laughs> um, I was going to get hired to work in a paper mill, and I had to sign up through, like, Penske. Good starts. Every job that you're involved with in any way is the most hilariously sad thing it could be. Every, every, well, every Moon Boys listener has a job that existed while Ben Franklin was alive. <laughs> I, so they, I had to sign up through, like, Penske job hiring thing, and then, like, well, what happened was I got hired at this uh, funeral home slash, like, ambulance company to drive there. <laughs> nice. You know where the money is because they're a funeral home. Home first and an ambulance provider said that's actually right. well it's like a thing that's where ambulances started was funeral homes so it's yeah. like a just a and, thing and then they but said like, all right now what now you've done dead people what if you just did brain dead people well here's my thing i'll never trust an ambulance driver less than if he also works for a funeral home because i'm like this cocksucker is getting paid either way he wants trying to get paid right, twice. exactly it, yeah. and they designed the fucking headstones so it was just like it was a one-stop shop yeah like Oh, but. nice. Well, tweet us some of your work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. I fucking Jesus. I can't even fucking draw a goddamn fucking square. So, but uh, I went to art school, though, which is kind of stupid. But fucking yeah, seems like it didn't work. Yeah. Well, like, so he, well, he can never get past that squares test. <laughs> ah, damn it. I'm never going to make it. to No, for real. I used to have to. They made you mat your shit. So you had to cut like a square out of your mat board and I could never do it. And I couldn't get points on any of my shit. So, oh, wow. like, I <laughs> So I wasn't even wrong with that. <laughs> Just find really. a thing that is shaped like a square and then draw around it. Yeah, I had a friend who was an artist, and she was showing me how she like makes the canvases with like the staples and shit. And I'm like, this seems hard. And when you, then you <laughs> fuck it up, and you got to make another one. Fuck that. Yeah. So I do. Yeah, anyway. That's why I do verbal art. Less cleanup. So you were gonna get a job at a paper mill, and then you just you, you shifted gears and went to a uh, short bussery. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I worked for the ambulance guy, but he was a fucking cunt. So then, like. I got fired because I, I told you guys that story where I dropped the lady off the side of the van. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, which actually he didn't fire me for that. Were you, you Rosa Parks somebody? <laughs> he, uh, you Rosa special. I kept Parks working for like a month after that, but then like he just didn't want to pay somebody extra or whatever anyway. So I worked for a different ambulance company and well, that was fucking actually, annoying. He told her that he 86ed her, but she couldn't count that high. So it was a whole fiasco. <laughs> I dismanied her. But then, so, like, the local... It's actually... See, I didn't work for the school, like, bringing kids to school on the short bus. I uh, I work for the company that I still work for now, which is, like, adults with disabilities. Gotcha, gotcha. And we, like, yeah. bring them around to, like, uh, work sites and stuff. We have, like, bottle redemption places where they turn the bottles in and shit okay. like that. Which, yeah, I know some of the actually, stuff that... So it's yeah, more, so we more, uh, more of a drooly Uber. Than yeah. Anything else. yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I drove bus for a while, and then I worked inside one of our facilities, and then now I uh, supervise a crew of... Uh, janitors out at a federal border crossing facility <laughs> <laughs> now i'm the king of the janitors <laughs> jesus fucking christ dude. yes yeah so like yeah basically that's what i'm doing all day is standing like 100 feet outside an ice office fucking like screwing around on my phone what, while Canadian my crew ice. cleans what? what? It's the same. Yeah, ice. yeah. Well, no, Canadian ice is the real ice. They actually got the <laughs> ice up there. A lot of people mexicans <laughs> oh they got the shaved ice and it's a great treat, but if you want to talk ice, canada's got it covered. 
right. our border is just the like we we clean the cells every day and nobody's ever been in them. It's so fucking not what they do down south. And like got, they always I, have to. I have... got a pitch for you, Murph. I, I want you to do a Vice article about the life of a Canadian Border Patrol employee. <laughs> That'd be a funny, bet, ironic I mean, Vice article. Yeah, it's fucking it's it's pretty rad. But like fucking the biggest problem comes from because, like I said, we got the reservation right there and there's an yeah. island in between the United States and Canada that is like neutral territory. It doesn't belong to either of them. But what is happening right now? Uh, well, I accidentally turned my lights off. One sec. Oh, OK. Everyone move. Well, while you're doing but, that, uh, I'll ask uh, the next question uh, at grape for P.E. I got to assume that's grape ape. Says, how many times have you broken federal law whilst driving yards around? And then they corrected what yards was supposed to mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Jesus. You Probably can plead the fifth not. on this if you don't want to answer. Yeah, I it's kind of know. a doozy. I've never done, like, anything that I know of. Like I said, like, the whole thing with, like, that one fucking voicemail that I was being all cloak and dagger wasn't because I was doing anything wrong in the in the act, it's because I'm not supposed to be talking about it. Yeah, because the well, yeah, you, but you like, just seem like a guy that has weird shit kind of thrust upon him. Yeah, yeah. You have, I, almost, I, you have an almost Tom level of existence where just weird shit falls in your lap, and then you got to deal with it, and then it becomes yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah, you just sort like, of fall ass backward into batshit predicaments. <laughs> I fucking I grew up with like the fucking doppelganger of Keith's mom, and my life's just continued to be fucking weird from there oh, on. Yeah, out. yeah. I mean, no, we have a we're fucking weird. I dude, we could go on. It's no, 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 it's fucking we. weird. Like well, yeah, seriously, it's like, like you're like a top, and the lady that sets the top go is like your mom. It's gonna fucking affect you. Yeah, yeah. It's like fucking. Like I've literally had like incidents at Buca de Beppo dragging drunk mom out of City Walk. Fucking like, <laughs> are you just me from a different timeline? And like, this is where they cross over. Yeah, pretty much. And like, fucking hanging out in fucking Kissimmee. You also live in a basement. Posting <laughs> <laughs> on fucking Tarantino.info. That's and shit. the weirdest like, one. Like of yeah, all the yeah. weird nerdy ass shit to have in common. Right. All right. But uh, yeah. Uh, at uh, Faye Kambani asks, what's the fuck you regret most, and has Connor ever considered going gay for pay? Oh, okay. This oh. is two-party. Yeah, do you have any fucks you regret, short bus? I mean, my ex-wife, just in general, but that was a lot of fucks. <laughs> uh, this is going to be great for your kid to hear someday. <laughs> uh, whatever. She knows her mom's a cunt. Does <laughs> <laughs> now. God Hell damn. yeah. Yeah. No, she'll never listen to this. Like, no, I mean, just don't ever fucking marry a goddamn redhead. And she's a fucking train wreck. <laughs> she's got. Oh, I mean, the, the allergy up... shots alone. It's like having an old dog. Every day you got to fucking feed her a, a bowl full of mashed up uh, Benadryl and cheese. <laughs> You're barely kidding, man. She was fucking allergic to everything. But like fucking. No, she like she hit the pipe pretty hard after we split up and she ended up having another baby with her stepbrother who's in prison now. No, you're, you're talking about you're Man. talking about the half pipe. She became a professional <laughs> skateboarder, correct? Yeah. She went to the X Games, <laughs> fucked her brother, and then the rest was gross history. Yeah. Yeah, she went she, to the she, uh, uh, wrong X chromosome games, and <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, mine's got to be the dog thing. But honestly, that led to a pretty great bit on this show. So maybe I don't regret that one as much anymore. Okay, mine is um, 
Uh, this girl that came over while my parents were asleep and, you know, just had sex with me in my room and I turned on all the fans and I just didn't do a good job and I felt bad and she's a nice lady and I just, I didn't need her pussy and I wasn't like rude, but I just kind of phoned it in, you know. What I love about that uh, is the phrase, I turned on all the fans because I just picture like 90 box fans and her just being blown in a wind tunnel. (laughs) Well, I had three fans for fucking to try to drown out the, (laughs) give me a little white noise coverage. Ah, yes, the sex fans. Exactly what they were, yeah. So like, it sounded like we were inside of a, a wind tunnel testing new uh, the aerofoil designs. <laughs> Would you go gay for pay? Yeah. That was also part of that question. Uh, you know, I've certainly thought about it, but uh, I don't. I think at this point I'm trying to uh, go straight, uh, so to speak. In yeah. my, where I just, I'm like, all right, well, you could spend some time on this get-rich-quick scheme, or you could just try to make money to being a comedian, which you do anyways. That's also something you like to do, That you know, whatever. And like so. the amount of money they would have to offer you to make you do gay shit is like more than the weird, lecherous gay pornography industry is going to throw at you. Well, I mean, I've, I've been I've had gay for pay offers in my inbox that I didn't follow up on recently, so I've kind of put my money where my mouth is on this. Like, after Roast Battle, this guy was like, I want to buy nude photos of you for my private collection, and I'm like, maybe I can get this guy on the hook for some money, and then I was like, nah, fuck it, no. That's not how I went. My mom didn't want, didn't want me to be a fucking neat <laughs> webcam guy. Like, let's, you know. Yeah. Another thing we don't have in common. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, uh, most I don't. Guy. I don't really have one that sticks out, really. Yeah, yeah. you, you just, regret I, them all equally. Yeah, I regret <laughs> them. I have general anxiety with all fuck. Uh, yeah, all fuck freaks me out. Enjoy until over, and then and then spiral. Yeah, I've never, I've never like talked to Tom after he had sex, and he's like feeling great, everything's fine. It's always like, well, this made me wonder what the tr- true meaning of death is. And I'm yeah, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I get very depressed the next day. You're pretty young, bud. Wait until you get a little bit older and your shit stops working, man, because that brings a whole new level of fucking want to die after, you know. Oh yeah, well, when you can't get it up, that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah, that's not the problem. It's well, when it goes it, down. It, it will it's a be hard time. Well, t- I can tell you where I got my roast battle Viagra. If you want to give that a shot. <laughs> I yeah, never usually have the problem at home, but it's like, you know, with like extracurriculars, like you usually end up either getting to thumb it in or you're just like fucking muff diving for fucking six hours. Like, no, well, this well, is what I want to do. Hey, well, that, that, that means you're a good man because you feel guilty. You're like, oh, no, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, uh, we can do whatever. Yeah, you're cool. eating for guilt. It's like, that, I don't know, like a Catholic thing where they give you the bread. I, uh, <laughs> I've had that before where, like, I can't get hard and, like, I have a big dick and it won't get hard and I could never figure out how to explain that specific pain. And then I saw Infinity War and the whole thing is, like, the Hulk just won't turn into the Hulk even though he's the Hulk. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That, uh, that tracks for me. Uh, what else we got? Um, at Lucky Zero, or at Josh Mang One, I should say, he says, what do you think is the scariest thing happening right now? All the climate change, the world suddenly being cool with fascism, or maybe even California just always being on fire. Or maybe just what are your predictions for the worst thing to happen in the next five years? Ooh. Yeah. Worst thing hmm. to happen. I'm not unconvinced that there won't be an alien false flag event. You've run this theory by me a few My times. My dad's also on this page. I'm not, I'm not, it's not likely, but I could see it going down. Um, <laughs> yeah, climate change, that one's going to be fun. I've been t- talking about this on stage, but what I'm excited about is when co- the coastal America floods and we have to move in with middle America and work that shit out like a 90s sitcom together. <laughs> you know, and it's like, hey, Salt Lake City, meet your wacky new neighbor LA. And then we all just come in on bird scooters, just blowing jewel smoke in the Mormons' faces <laughs> and trying to grow weed in Idaho. And it's that's when we're going to either sink or swim as a, as a country and as a people, is when we all are just, we turn the entire country into a Facebook argument with the 
population density of Hong Kong centered around Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> then we're going to find yeah. out whether or not this great American experiment has really got legs. Yeah. So <laughs> that is pretty scary. That's that's coming down the pipes. I don't know. What freaks you I out, I think it's going to be like Trump pulling some Caesar shit and fucking declaring like all elections suspended because he's going to get into it. Or just like be like, I'm not. He could also not run again after he's he's having a rough time. I think either is possible. Yeah, but he's been having a rough time since the day this whole thing started, and he just kind of keeps plowing. He, yeah, yeah, but there hasn't been an election since the day it started. I, I mean, there was the midterms. Yeah, right. But he wasn't running in that. No, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't. I don't think he'll not run. Yeah. No, I think. I think either. I of could those see him taking possible. his ball and going home. You know. I don't know. I think that was too much like losing for him, though. Maybe I don't know. I think he just, uh, you don't deserve me. I'm too cool. Yeah, you guys sorry, didn't like any of my great ideas. My dick's too big. I'm going to go be the president. Of, yeah, he's uh, just, and then he's just going to like be like, oh, it's the fucking Democrats won't let me do it. And then he can just fucking be a martyr forever until he fucking dies. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah, I mean, what he what he would be now is he would basically be like the, a modern Barry Goldwater where they just go to him for like a, the super hardcore conservative, you know, fun take on everything when they uh, when shit breaks and he could ju- he would just be sort of like this, you know, a w- weird cult figure if he did that, which would be great because he would be out of everyone's hair. Yeah, but, uh, that would honestly be yeah. the best. Case I mean, forever. he's more excited about the fucking Fox News show he's going to have after he's done being president. Well, that was the whole president. shit. He had all these patents for Trump TV around the election, so he had this backup plan. If he won, he was going to say it was all bullshit and just make a billion dollars just going on TV and doing like the O'Reilly Factor, but it's him. Yeah. And now, yeah, now he actually has to do it, which is kind of funny. All right, so we got a real upsetting tweet that I'm waiting for uh, further information on. But it's uh, at Rebel Winner 101 posted a picture of a newborn baby and said, Our wife had the baby October 30th to a beautiful baby girl. My wife was drugged up on pain meds and fell asleep. Guess who named the kid? That's right, me. Want to guess what I named her? So I followed up, but I'm assuming this kid has some sort of terrible Mean Boys related name. Oh, no. And I'm very worried. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm introducing if- that now in case we get response before uh, we wrap up this one. Uh, in the meantime, Dub Truck Funk says, What's the worst meal you've ever had? Bonus question, worst non-food item that you've ever put in your mouth? Ooh, non-food Ooh, item. Probably grass. I heard none of that, by the way. Oh, terrific. <laughs> uh, what's the worst meal you've ever had, and what is the worst non-food item you've ever put in your mouth? I had a weed as a child. You the ate a, a weed? Yeah. What kind of weed, Tom? Just one I found. I found a weed, <laughs> and I, I ate the weed, and I'm like, ah, oh, that doesn't taste like celery. And then I said, yeah. Uh, that was, oh, yeah, I never told you about that month I was a trans goat. <laughs> Were uh, you hoping for celery? Like, here's, here's, I was like five. And I remember this. So I go, you know what? We have vegetables. Someone had to be the first person to try the thing. I should My try. Kid's fucking nine. Like I can't get her to eat celery for shit, man. Like, well, I was just like, maybe it's a go. secret vegetable that no one just put in their mouth yet. And then, I mean, I did the same thing with the battery once, and I fucking it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it ended up being not good. I, I ate a plastic bag one time when I was like five. Okay. I remember like looking at my poop, trying to see it. <laughs> you trying to poop at it? Well, you were trying to give your dog uh, a parachute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was trying to like, uh, <laughs> like just like have it come out like fucking individually wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? Oh yeah, he fun sized it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've licked a lot of batteries. Uh, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> and that's uh, just his ex girlfriend. Hey, oh. I tell you, hey, uh, what's the worst food I've ever eaten? 
I did try to explode a battery. It didn't work. I used the hammer. I drank milk that was like three weeks expired one time. Uh, that was pretty gross. Right. For me, yeah, it's got to be. It's honestly, it's the soup. The soup sucked so bad. Dude, it was good soup. No, it wasn't. I uh, hated it. Fucking infant. I mean, I like soup, but like, it's never like oh. Sweet, I'm gonna get me some soup. Like, it's, yeah, I don't yeah. even love soup. I, it's just weird to hate it. This soup much. fan on the show. Soup yeah. is good. Having any intense feeling, pro or con, soup is weird to me. Yeah, I, you I know, if I lost all soup in my life, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't devastate me, but I'd be upset. Yeah, yeah. The non-food thing I've eaten the most of would be, like, every accessory that came with a Ninja Turtles action figure from 1987 <laughs> to 1992. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I used to, I would eat the little, uh, the you remember the G.I. Joes that had, like, the punch-out weapons? Yeah. Yeah, I would eat those yeah. constantly. I was just like, You're oh, like, there's yeah. a little bowl of Fat Kid Trail Mix. Like, <laughs> Well, if I eat the gun, I become G.I. Joe. I have yeah, a gun in my then stomach. Shit bullets. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll, be, then I'll the... be able to have, like, a fucking Gatling gun in my chest like a Gundam. Yeah, uh, worst meal I've ever eaten. Uh, fucking probably I was real fucking stoned once and fucking cooked up some shit with some black beans and rice. And I think there was like some like frozen chicken fingers and some calamari. And I think I threw some hot sauce, steak sauce, fucking everything peas. up until I the forget. squid entered the equation sounded fine. Oh yeah, actually yeah, I don't remember what was in it. That's a that's some that's a that's a carny gumbo for sure. That's a recipe. <laughs> that recipe is handed down. You know, about just it's written on the bottom of one of those rubber ducks. You try to throw a ring on, and you know, all right, the gray one. That one has the gumbo on it. I'm getting an update. Uh, by the I, way, the baby was named Lillian. So thank God. I guess uh, he wanted to name the baby Gundam, but the woman said absolutely not. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. So, well, shout out to the hospital employees. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered. Uh, one time, I found sour candy spray. I was like, hey, whose sour candy spray is this? And everyone ignored me. So I ate it, and it was perfume. Ah. <laughs> I like that you thought it was some sour candy spray, which I don't know totally exists. <laughs> it does Oh, exist. it does. I've had it. I mean, I believe it, but I'm perfume gonna be a... is the way more common product. Yeah. Well, was... Tom was like, I can't believe Calvin Klein got into sour candy sprays. <laughs> this is going to be the luxury candy spray I've been looking well, for. it was all like pink and purple and bubble letters, and I didn't read it. Who the fuck See, here's the thing. The I'm kind of with Tom on this because I remember being a young lad in the full flush of puberty and every little teenager girl was going over to fucking Claire's boutique and getting that like yeah, yeah. watermelon fucking gummy bubblegum body spray and shit. I was 16 or 18. No one claimed the sour candy. I wasn't going to continue to uh, see if someone else wanted it because I wanted it. And then <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then it was perfume. It tasted like wine. It was fucking gross. Ugh. Yeah, wine but, is yeah. disgusting. That's the thing about guys. We don't read shit before we eat it or take it. Like with medicine, like I like I was oh. like, there's a, a girl that was sick in my house, and I was like, well, I got some uh, Zofran for the nausea and some Pepto Bismol, and maybe take an Advil. And she's like, can you take any of those things together? Did you read the box? And I'm like, I never thought about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw shit no. down, whatever. All right, yeah, last... I've done lines of stuff I didn't know what it was, and that's bit me a few times, you know. Oh yeah, you ever you ever you ever find out it was something crazy? Uh, like one time it was either like heroin or some fucking medicinal version of that, but like I spent like a week just having the shivers and a bunch of sores on my scalp. So oh, that was on your one little scalp, Christ! Yikes! <laughs> yeah, that's like one of the worst places. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. It was it was odd. It was it was an odd experience. But I mean, you know, if somebody's laying one out for you, you're not going to ask questions. Yeah, yeah you don't. You want to be rude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, last question, and then we'll wrap. It's like up having here. dinner at a foreign person's house. It's like, okay, the the purple goop is good. Sure, <laughs> I believe you. I guess this is big in Borat's country. Whatever you say. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hemminger on Facebook wants to know. I want to know Short Bus Murphy's aspersions in life, which I don't know if that's the word he meant. Music you like and dogs you find most attractive. Okay, so the things you hate, your favorite music, and dogs you want to fuck. <laughs> I'm, I am. By like, the way, Tom stood up and started stretching as though he was like, man, like, maybe this, is this puppy doing anything for you? Himself. His trick says bulldogs, too, which is what makes it the most unsettling. Like, oh, you're, like yeah. you're trying to rep for the bulldogs. Like, like, oh, dog. This is my grandpa's high school in Boscobel, Wisconsin. Quick story. I Nobody was, cares. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was over at uh, my mom's house for Thanksgiving with my girlfriend, and we were like sitting on our porch, and my mom has two dogs, and they were like running around being all playful. And I'm like sitting there trying to talk to my mom on the porch, and behind her, I just see the big, huge bulldog just brutally fucking this other dog, like missionary style, which I had never seen dogs do. Like they're really getting weird on it. Like at one point, yeah, one dog yeah. is sideways, but like relentless. And I'm like trying to talk to my mom about like family, like oh yeah, we don't really talk to our brother anymore, but you know we still love. Him. And just seeing dog nuts, dog nuts, dog nuts. <laughs> so I watched a lot of canine sodomy. Uh, anyway, yeah, you you are the expert. I am not a dog person. You, you set me up. Yeah, I am I, not a dog person in the fucking slightest. Like I, I I'm like Dexter, man. Dogs can sense my evil, so they usually all turn. Are you a hamster guy? <laughs> you look like you I just like don't like dogs. I don't know. You look like more of a bunch of dead cats guy. Yeah. Can you confirm? <laughs> you look like a, some of a raccoon you found under the porch type of fella. Having a pet just means I have to come home at night, so... Yeah. And I got kids for that. You do seem like you'd make jewelry out of some kind of endangered species. You're like, oh, I got bald eagle toe rings. I fucking almost killed an eagle once when I was living in St. Cloud, Florida. Like, fucking buzzed my windshield, and I about shit myself. Not because I was worried about damage to the car, but just because if you kill a fucking eagle, they find you, like, a fuck ton of money. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, my mom almost ran over a bald eagle once. Why do eagles have a better lawyer than me? I don't like that. (laughs) I like the idea that if you kill an eagle, you go to eagle court. So it's like you're in a court, but it's just the lawyers and the judge and the people watching are all different eagles. I wrote a whole TV show for 45 cents an hour and no one said boo, but an eagle gets a fucking toothache and all of a sudden it's a federal case. I don't like that one bit. Uh, But to uh, circle back on that question, my uh, music I listen to, I'm... Fucking! I couldn't even like literally like when I say I listen to everything. I don't mean like when people like I listen to like all three things on the radio. Like um, (laughs) fucking like relentless hipster music geek fan. But like most of my favorites are like either like Tom Waits and Warren Zevon and fucking Joni Mitchell. Yes, oh yeah, and fucking or like just like punk stuff, Rancid and fucking AJJ and I've been into Ramshackle Glory lately and shit. And then I listen to a lot of like the jam band shit. I've been really into this like bluegrass jam band called Kitchen Dwellers. Okay. Yeah, they're from uh, Bozeman, Montana. They fucking shred. They're really good. Oh, yeah. Um, Keith, Keith Ray's new band. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to check them out. I, I didn't. Yeah, they're honestly the, not yeah, they're bad. The Oxycon Bickers. Everybody should go check them out on Spotify or iTunes or whatever. Sounds right, like my coming back shit. on. Yeah, stay tuned. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, we have to discuss that, but I have some ideas. Yeah, I want to like find. I want to find the middle ground between like the folk punk and the hippie folk shit, and like 
fucking actual like singer songwriter shit and that's kind of where i try to make like my music yeah which i yeah. guess that's my i assume they meant aspirations and not aspersions yeah but <laughs> yeah that's i mean like i fucking i'm 33 and i got kids and shit jobs so i don't really have like a lot of like hope for life but <laughs> <laughs> yikes man. i do i do like the fucking play music and shit i've been trying to lucky flamingo is the name of my music project it's a band i'm just the only one in it Okay, uh, I don't yeah, have we'll link it in the show notes. People got to check it out. Yeah, and I mean, here's yeah. the you know here's the weird silver lining to that incredibly depressing Willie Loman ass thing you just said is like you know now that you know it's not going to be a career and you've got your other life going on now you can just make shit because you want to make. Yeah, you can yeah, just yeah, enjoy yeah. it. It's cool. You don't have to worry well, no. about other shit. Well, yeah. No, I don't worry about people the... on the Discord saying that you used to be funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy it in the fucking slightest. Is the thing I'm doing it out of spite because I got kicked out of the band I was in before and now I can't let them win. So, oh. Like, <laughs> even, ah, well, even better. Well, I don't know, man. Just go be happy then. Just go start an ultimate frisbee tournament or whatever what the is fuck. That even looks mean? like you does. Come on, no, this is what you said. You, you you thought, okay, all right. I'm 33. I got a dead end job at the Canadian border, uh, cleaning out bathrooms. Let me introduce spite into this equation, <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the rocket fuel that takes me to. The- <laughs> Oh shit! Well, man, I, I, think, I think we're uh, I think we're close to the end here, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a party. Thank yeah, you guys awesome. for having me, man. Yeah, plug uh, Dude, plug the show really... one more time. Yeah, pl- plug your dates and everything. Tell us everything uh, yeah. uh, you want people to check out. I'm excited to give yeah, some more here, short here. bus Murphy in my life. Yeah, let me do the rundown on uh, JT Habersat's tour because I'm booking just like one of the shows on December 3rd here in Messina, New York. But gotcha, gotcha. Once I pull it up. Uh, November 29th, he's at John and Peter's place in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Uh, November 30th, he's at the Jacksonian Club in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. December 1st, he's at Mill Hill Basement in Trenton, New Jersey. December 2nd, he's at Murder Train in Kingston, New York. Uh, December 3rd is the show I'm booking at the Del Mar in Messina, New York. That's free. Come on down and hang out with me, especially if you live in like uh, either like Ontario or Quebec. You're pretty close to me. It's just cross the border for a night. Come hang out. Uh if anybody in Burlington, Vermont knows where we can throw him a gig, December 4th, hook that up because it kind of fell through. Um, December 5th, he's at the Shaskeen in Manchester, New Hampshire, and December 6th at the Trigger House in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, December 7th at Baxter Brewing Company in Lewiston, Maine, and December 8th at the Comedy Loft in Chicopee, Massachusetts. So if you're anywhere near any of those shows, go check that out because I'm kind of doing this on his behalf cool man oh, yeah yeah. yeah and you're you're gonna be at all those locations too <laughs> no i i oh. gotta be at work i'm probably gonna be at the one that i'm booking and possibly if we can manage to make something happen in burlington that week okay uh, be in that one but fucking i just wanted to plug his shit because fucking any mean boys fans would fucking love some jt Habersat. absolutely yeah, um, and go listen to flamingo aids or whatever your band's <laughs> called <laughs> Lucky, Lucky Flamingo, Flamingo on Facebook, at, at Flamingo Lucky on Twitter, because Twitter's fucking stupid and flip my shit around on me. That sounds um, like a brand of cigarettes they're not allowed to sell anymore. <laughs> Flamingo uh, Lucky. Yeah. Kid tested, kid created, kid approved. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty much like it was inspired by fucking uh, like a Van Morrison song, and I was just like coming up with it. And then fucking I asked my buddy, I had like a couple of different options I ran by, and he was like, I don't know, Lucky Flamingo sounds like a shitty dive bar in florida i'm like that's where i'm from that's perfect <laughs> that's what i am yeah oh yeah oh yeah dude well, awesome man thank you for coming on uh do we have anything we gotta plug in uh i got shows and stuff we'll, we'll talk about it in the intro yeah. yeah yeah cool man all right all right uh so we got to figure out how to do this uh fuck everything god is dead with the delay uh yeah. so maybe uh when i when i get to two 
You just start saying it, and then we'll just say it after three. We'll see if that works. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Fuck, Fuck everything. everything. God, God is dead. Kinda. We kind of got it. Kinda. Kinda.